the fourth episode of Day to Gay. I'm Dee. I'm Cole. And I'm Jess. We are your, well, I guess we're all lesbians, technically. Yeah. We're, we are your lesbian overlords. Yes, we are. <laughs> I don't want to be an overlord. I just want to uh, exist. We're friends. <laughs> we're your, we are your lesbian friends. We're your frisbean. Friends. You're frisbeans. <laughs> it's like a frisbee. <laughs> but gay. Oh, your token fresbians. Mm-hmm. There we That's go. That's us. <laughs> I love it. Today we actually had a topic we wanted to talk about. So we were going to talk about this Netflix special called Nanette. It's um, a comedian. Her name is Hannah Gatsby. And she does this special. I wouldn't... It is stand-up, but it's like also more than that. It does get emotional. Yeah. It's more, like, you don't go into it, like, thinking you're going to be laughing the whole time. Because you do laugh, but it's also really real. And a trigger warning for mentions of homophobia, Mm -hmm. sexual assault, Mm -hmm. emotional abuse. Yeah. Uh, She basically gets into her own, and this is part of our discussion then, is she starts her comedy, and the whole thing is about... How, when she started comedy, she treated her coming out story as a joke. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like, everything that happened to her based on that lens of comedy, which she actually said felt like she was doing a disservice by not telling the whole story, which is, she tells the joke of, like, one time she almost got beat up because she was gay. But then, if she were to tell the actual story, she's like, actually, I did really actually get beat up because mm-hmm. they came back yeah but if i'm telling a joke about it i just cut off the sad part and make a joke and i'm gonna stop doing that and so the whole time she's talking talking about how she's gonna like stop doing comedy like she needs to stop doing comedy so that she can heal mm-hmm. well one of the things that i like that she said that like made a lot of sense was she said that a lot of her comedy was self-deprecating mm-hmm. and that when you are already in a marginalized position based on you know any part of your identity self-deprecation isn't just self-deprecation it's also like shame and so she was like feeling ashamed of herself and so she wanted to stop doing comedy because of that Mm -hmm. it also sometimes like to me feels like complacency in like playing along with what the oppressing majority uh thinks of that minority yeah so like we can really only speak to being lgbt because we are, all three of us, white women. Mm-hmm. Um, so being female, or being assigned female at birth, and present, or appearing female, because, like, I'm non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually I present as feminine, mostly because of my job. Yeah. And just <laughs> money, because I can't <laughs> afford the kind of clothing I would like. Like, right now I'm probably in the most passing outfit I could wear. You mm-hmm. look hot. By the way, I'm wearing a binder that actually fits. Hot, by the way. And, like, jeans that are baggy, and they do mm-hmm. that thing that they talked about on that trans episode of Queer Eye. Oh, yeah. nice. So, yeah. I learned some things from that. And you nice. just got a nice fresh cut. I Yep, I got a nice short do. Yeah, my sister came over and did everyone's hair. Yeah. Everyone's except Eve. No, she oh. did do her eyebrow. We should go back to Nanette, though. It was just, it was really good. Like, it was really funny. She's Australian, though, so definitely if you have trouble with accents, use subtitles. Yeah. I think also a lot of it was, like, um, different... Slang. Like, slang that she has that oh, we didn't understand. Yeah, was some part of it of was, it like... She said something that sounded like it could mean that. Yeah. <laughs> but we weren't sure. Yeah. 
She so, was very funny, though. Oh, my God. It was it was really funny, and it was really emotional. I definitely cried. I yeah. cried, like, yeah. I thought the funniest part of that was Nicole came over thinking she was watching a comedy and then came into everyone crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked all the... Because she majored in art history and oh, has, yeah. like, a degree in that. So she was making, like, a lot of art history. Like, she went off on a whole, like, probably, like, ten-minute tangent about cubism. art history. <laughs> yeah, and cubism. cubism. Not cubism. It was so funny. Cubism. I was cracking up. It was really but then funny. I like, I like how it's set up, though. Like, it's not, like, because I've seen, like, specials of a comedian where it's, like, they're on stage doing the stand-up, and then, like, it flashes to, like, I don't know, them, like, in the car or something, like, talking about their career. This was, like, she was talking about it on stage. Like, she would just, like, stop her joke, like, afterwards and, like, get so serious. At one point, while it, like, sounded, I I haven't heard many spoken word things. Probably the only time I've heard it would be, like, in a TV show, like, not actually, like, a person doing it. Yeah. But, like, it sounded like she was doing that at one point because she kept, like, repeating like, the same phrases. Like, like Definitely. slam poetry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I've I seen a good really amount nice. of slam poetry and spoken word, and There's... I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Especially as someone who's gender nonconforming, a lot of what she spoke about, this is, like, similar in that vein. Like, it's not just her experience as a lesbian, because she does, that's what, she is a lesbian, she mm-hmm. identifies as a lesbian. Um, she's a butch lesbian. And she just talks about that, but she also talks about how, like, the homophobia she experiences isn't just homophobia, it's homophobia in the intersection of gender into that, where... Mm -hmm. Like how she presents. Yeah, because part of the problem is she isn't feminine. Yeah, like, the thing about her getting beat up, she said, if I looked a different way, like, if she did look more femme, like, she probably wouldn't have gotten beaten up. The guy saw her as a threat, I think, because of that. Well, he called her... I mean, trigger warning for slurs, yeah. homophobic slurs, but he called her a lady faggot. Mm-hmm. And she made a point to say, like, it was specifically gendered yeah. violence. Like, an important thing that doesn't get talked about that much. It is different, be like, presenting as butch or presenting mm-hmm. as more masculine as a woman. Like, it's one thing to mistakenly get called, like, sir, which I don't mind ever. And, like, I people agree. normally get embarrassed, like... This one guy, I was at Applebee's once, and, like, the host came over, and I was with my dad, and he was like, so, how are you two fellows doing? And I was just like, I'm good. And, like, he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's fine, really. Like, she even talked about that in the, um, yeah, in the stand-up. Like, really, don't apologize. Like, it's fine. It's, like, one thing to be called sir, but it's another thing to, like, go out in public, like, dressing the way me and you probably do sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, like, you feel a certain way, like... Like, on one hand, it's empowering. Like, I yeah. definitely feel more confident when I'm not performing femininity. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, you just kind of feel released from the grasp mm-hmm. of straight men. <laughs> yeah. But you also fear backlash and violence, like, yeah. a little bit. Even though, like, we are white, like, in the suburbs, but, like... Well... No, like, I I noticed, like, you guys definitely got way more emotional than me because that kind of things, like, don't apply to me. Mm -hmm. But, like, I got slightly emotional, not to the point of crying, because if you know me, I don't really cry that much. Um, You do around me. um, I do cry around Jess. I'm a big fucking baby around Jess. (laughs) Um, But, no, like, it got emotional just because I was remembering when we were at Sprout, and I, like, think about that all the time now. Yeah. And, like, like, because we were at, like, a music club. And me and Jess were in line at the bathroom, and we went into the bathroom together because they were both unisex bathrooms. 
And this dude was, like, pounding on the door, and it was, like, really violent. Like, it was loud, and, like, I the doors are flimsy at Sprout, and so, like, I was kind of nervous. But then we got out, and he, like, was basically, like, I don't know, just implying that he thought that we were being intimate in the bathroom, but more, more vulgar than that, and, like... Yeah hand motions and Mm -hmm. dyke things and like it was just it was bad and if they're gonna hit anyone they're gonna hit jess not me and that makes me upset yeah so i mean and it's sometimes it's even more subtle than that like even just this morning um i came downstairs and i still live with my parents just for another week i have an apartment I got an apartment, I'm signing the lease tomorrow. <laughs> Thank like, goodness. Yeah, I'll be out. But, like, I walk down the stairs, and I just got my hair cut, and it's really short. It is very short. And, like, I have, like, guy bangs as opposed to, like, girl flip-over bangs, um, which is what I asked for, and I love it. But, like, I walk downstairs, and my mom immediately is, oh, you might want to pick a different shirt, like, your stomach hangs out the bottom, which it didn't. It was just my binder, which is skin-colored. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, oh, you cut your hair. Why'd you cut it? It's a little short, don't you think? Um, did, like, Jess get her hair cut? Like, how's her haircut look? And I said, well, it's basically the, the same, same thing. <laughs> but, like, a little longer in the bangs. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, and then just, like, went back to her reading. And it was just, like, like for me, that was just, like, I just woke up, I just yep. walked downstairs, hadn't even said good morning, and just pff, right into the yep. self-confidence. It's the, like, the disappointment that they feel for some reason that, like, you're not performing yeah. your femininity to them. Because, and I, I think it's really just because I think at one point I had mentioned to her that I, I thought I might be not cis mm-hmm. um, in, like, a passing comment, yeah. and she got very upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, she can handle, sort of, she just, like, ignores the fact that I'm gay, that Mm -hmm. I'm a lesbian. Like, she just ignores that. But, like, gender, that would be too much for her. I think that would be too much for my parents, honestly. Like, they are, my parents are very accepting, for the most part, of my sexuality. Um, I think they are. They're a little weird lately, but I feel like if I did, like, I'm not trans, but, like, if I did feel that way... Like, and if I had to come out to them, like, I feel like it would be, like, a totally different thing. Yeah. I'm, like, saying you're a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Because parents, I feel like they're, like, oh, like, I'm losing my baby girl, or, like, mm. I'm losing this, like. See, I definitely. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I, like, definitely almost got kicked out just for being lesbian. And mm. I, if I had identified as trans around the same time, I definitely would have gotten kicked out of my house at That's crazy. 18 was what I was, um, still in college. That's and so since up. I, I would have lost, <laughs> mm, I hate it. Cause like, it's like things I hear on the internet and stuff, but like, I think you're like probably the first person that you've known that I know that like their parents are like that. Like, I know your parents are not, like, your dad's not. I thought I was going to get murdered, and I think the only reason I didn't is because I am not a man. Like, if my brother came out as gay, like, like, my brother would probably be dead. Like. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, like, it's, I feel like it's just a thing that, like, you, because I'm, I'm very blessed to have my parents. Like, they are very accepting, even though they drive me fucking bananas. Um, but I have always been, like, I've always known that they would accept me. But I feel like I take that for granted because so many people, like, don't have that at all. And it's so sad. 
I mean, you should take it for granted. That's a great thing to take for granted, <laughs> though, to, to expect your parents to love you no matter what. That sounds sad. I'm laughing, I know. It, it's just like, oh, Like, embrace parents, that. why? Hold on to that while you I'm have so it. I'm so excited, like, for our future, like, generations, though, because, like, there are so many gay people in this generation. Like, I feel like... There's just so much more acceptance. Like, kids won't have to worry about this as much. Of course, there will be some that have to. Yeah. Not everyone is... Yeah, because there's still assholes in our generation. Yeah, definitely. But I AKA feel like it's definitely... Guy Sprout. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying it's more like... Mm-hmm. I know. Whole. No, I understand what you mean. It's getting there. And even, like, not saying that, like, everyone in our generation is gay, even though they are. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, like, a lot more supportive people. I feel like the percentages are a little bit more in our favor, at least Mm -hmm. in this generation. And in the next generation of, like, my little sister and people her age or younger, they're way more accepting. Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, if we use those stupid bullshit millennial versus Gen Z, Gen Z is, I think, 58 or 48. It's one of those. Um, I think it might be 48% of Gen Zers identify as LGBT of some sign. Word up. Hell yeah. So, I mean. for them, little gays. It's honestly, like, not this area, too. I feel like it's, I don't want to say it's an area thing, but, like, we can't go into Downingtown and find a group of gays. Like, it's (laughs) it's not like that. Like, I understand, like, as a whole, but, like, when you're saying that, because, like, my cousin's Gen Z, like, my younger cousin, and, like, I don't, she, I'm not going to say that she's not accepting. She 1000% is, but I think it's just because it's me. <laughs> and like, she would say something sometimes that it's just like the culture of living and growing up in Delaware County and like stuff like that. Well, like, that's gay. Yeah. Like, well, it's just anything like that, honestly. Or like that she'll make jokes about like kissing her friends mm-hmm. at parties and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's, I think that's just a straight girl. thing. It is a straight girl thing, but it's, all, that's what I mean. That's my perception of that generation right now. But there also are other kids who are like totally like, I have another cousin who's like really cool. So like, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. a, it, it, it's it, an area thing. I think sometimes. Well, it's also not just an area thing so much as like a population density thing. Yeah. Cause out here, the population's a lot less dense than in a city. Yeah. And so the odds of finding someone more accepting or is actually LGBT in a city are just naturally higher than mm-hmm. your yeah. odds of out here. Yeah. It's and true. it's still not, like, super rural out here. I mean, Chester County is pretty, it's pretty, getting pretty rural. Yeah. Like, city. And then, like, Delaware County is, like, yeah. suburbia. And then, like, Chester County, I feel like, is, like, it's suburbia a, still. But, like, definitely. It's more sparse suburbia. Mm-hmm. We're trying to map it out or whatever. I would say it's, like, scream suburbia. Like, from the scream <laughs> movies where, like, they live in, like, farmhouses in the woods. And, like, it'll take a little while for police to get to them. Uh, yeah. But they can still get there. But then also they go to school and, like a very square looking town and like <laughs> yeah you know what i, I mean you. but everyone lives like out in the outskirts that's like literally what chester county is yeah that's what f- i think i feel like i usually describe where i live as a suburb of a suburb yeah yeah, yeah. where it's still technically a suburb but it's mm-hmm. slightly smaller than still gonna you- take you over an hour to get into the city <laughs> yeah yes and we're getting a lot more developed as well out here but it's always near those little cities and then yeah. everyone else usually lives like my mind outside. is just going to the concentric zones from criminal justice classes. Oh yeah, and I'm just thinking like, about. I'm just thinking about like crime mapping right now. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty. I mean, the statistics are probably still very similar, if not the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Word. I would really recommend watching Nanette. Yes. Um, she talks about coming from 
I mean, related. She talks about coming from a very, like, rural part of Australia that's actually an island off the coast. Tasmania, um, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Tasmania. Um, and yeah, so that she... sounded really rural. 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 That sounded very rural. Rural. I cannot do the R's. <laughs> she was saying, like, it was basically once you came out, you had to get out. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, feel that. It's very affirming almost mm-hmm. to like yeah. hear the story of someone else who's made it like she's a successful comedian yeah. mm-hmm. um, who has a Netflix special mm-hmm. but she still experienced this violence and this um, pain and it's nice to hear that that happened to someone and also they were still successful she was like so fucking profound too like she was just saying like the most mind-blowing things like i was like holy fuck like her perspective on humanity is like literally so insane and it's so on point like she's exactly right and i want to live my life just like she does because with that mindset at least like everything she said just made so much sense definitely and it was so powerful so another Netflix-related thing, I mean, if you haven't already watched Queer Eye, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing with your life? It's really good, really heartwarming. I never watched the original Queer Eye. Um, me either. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or whatever it was. My original. parents used to watch it, which Same. makes me feel like it's very catered towards straight it people. It is. My parents Whereas used Queer to Eye is, it. like, definitely not. Yeah, like, I... I don't know. I feel like it was just a little bit more flippant. Like, because I know the tagline for Queer Eye now is something along the lines of, like, not just a makeover. Mm-hmm. It's like a makeover for your soul. Like, shit like that. Like, they go into shit. And I'm I not think, sure if the other one did or not. I think they probably did, but I also... The first Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, obviously Netflix wasn't around. It was on, like, a yeah. TV show that... And it was, like, in the early 2000s, yeah. which were problematic in and of themselves. And, like, <laughs> I feel like also that was a time where at least my parents and your parents probably weren't necessarily like, oh, gays, but it was like, gays were on TV entertaining us. Like, Ellen was on. Yeah. Like, that kind That's of thing. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like they might have done some things just for, like, a, a hook. Yeah. Is probably. what I'm saying. Whereas, like, this one can, is just doing We should tra- check out, like, a few episodes I know, I kind of, like, I'm curious, actually. like, to compare. Definitely. The, uh, <laughs> the one guy, the style guy, Carson Cressley. Yeah. He, uh, spoke at my sister's graduation. No. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's interesting. My, my dad has a selfie with him. That's amazing. <laughs> so, Netflix Queer Eye, uh, especially season two just came out. Um, I have only watched three episodes of season two. And I started with episode five mm-hmm. because I saw on the internet, somebody mentioned that uh, one of the episodes was about a trans man who was recovering from top surgery and then having a party to thank all of the people that helped donate mm-hmm. to pay for his top surgery because his community helped him pay for it. It was so sweet. And um, just as someone who identifies as non-binary and would probably in the future be interested in so- top surgery... Um, Maybe, I don't know, still figuring that shit out. <laughs> um, I wanted to watch that. And I wanted to watch it with these guys, but none of us could <laughs> keep from watching it. It's Mostly true. me, because I started with that episode. <laughs> um, but it was really, I don't know, it just felt really good to see just a trans man on TV named Skylar just being unapologetically a trans man. Mm-hmm. Especially because... I think a couple of 
the Fab Five mentioned that they, like, didn't know anything about what trans issues were. Yeah. Especially Tan. Tan said he... Because Tan's not really never, a part of the community. Yeah, he said he had never men- met a trans man. That he knew of. That he knew of, yeah. And also mentioned that he wasn't, like, super, I guess, um, active in the LGBT community, which is, like, a thing that gay people don't have to be active in a community. Yeah. But, like, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That's definitely, like... It, it, and it was really nice seeing him learn about it because he yeah. he actually cried during yeah. the episode when he was like talking to Skylar about what yeah. it was like, mm-hmm. and he just was like, "I never knew." And, and was, he literally went as far as to say, "Like I feel stupid," like for like his past like thoughts about it and everything, yeah. or his past viewpoints. And he, uh, I like that he got he wanted to get Skylar in a suit because Skylar like had bought suits before, but didn't feel like. They didn't fit and tailored. stuff because he didn't, yeah, he didn't want to get them tailored. So he, like, had a guy come that was, like, no, like, the company, I guess, he has, the suit company is, like, known for, like, making suits for, like, trans people and stuff, which was cool. I mm-hmm. thought that was thoughtful. Which, if I didn't have a friend who worked at Men's Warehouse, I would totally try to seek out getting a suit from them. Yeah. Seriously. But I do have a friend who They're also them. probably expensive. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, maybe not. Unfortunately, the trans community is notoriously not financially well off because being trans is expensive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, they were, uh, Skylar was talking about how much his top surgery had cost, and he had to go back and get, like, another surgery or something done. Yeah, Yeah. and it was gonna cost so much more, and it was just, like... Yeah, top surgery by itself is... heartbreaking. Top surgery by itself is usually around $8,000, depending on... insane. And most, most insurance doesn't cover it even if even if it was a breast reduction considered that for like like my friend is getting a breast reduction just because hers are very large and it causes back pain Mm -hmm. insurance still doesn't cover that i need to get that i know jess Mm -hmm. just looked at me yeah (laughs) but it costs eight thousand dollars and it's usually not covered um and then because of his um complications with the anesthesia it was like a hundred thousand dollars that he was looking at just because his organs started shutting down yeah. because he's a ginger. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I hate medical I, expenses. That's a and... whole other podcast. Yeah. We're not getting. We're not getting political. Oh god! That's like one of. Mm-hmm. We're not getting political. <laughs> but avoiding getting political in our opinions about health insurance and what it should or should not cover. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're done. It's it's a lot of money, and you know, I think a really nice part of the episode too was. Um, Karamo was helping Skylar get his gender marker changed on his driver license because he had experienced a lot of transphobia when Mm -hmm. he first went to get it changed. Yeah, and that wasn't something I had thought about before because, like, when you're, like, if you have to give your ID, if you're buying cigarettes, if you get pulled over, if you are going Going into into a a club, club, if you're trying to buy alcohol, like, for so, if you're trying to buy, like, what was it? I just got... I don't remember what I was buying. Oh, fireworks. I was trying to buy fireworks and I got carded. It was really yeah. weird. So, like, um, and it, I never had to think about that, like, where people are looking at your ID and they would see, like, a certain gender marker and look up and not see a matching gender, gender presentation. And, and that could cause some people to be fucking terrible mm-hmm. or even just cause dis- discomfort for the person who's waiting to be scrutinized. Exactly. Like, like you're in line, you're <sighs> waiting there. It's like a whole thing. Uh-huh. It could turn into a whole thing. It's, it, that's terrifying. Yeah. Like it could turn. I can't imagine that. Like it could turn into like either they say 
this isn't your ID mm-hmm. and you can't buy this. And who knows, they might just keep it if it's fake. Yeah. And that, or you have to explain I'm trans. Which isn't a thing you want to explain to a customer service representative, yeah. like, no. every time you go to buy something. No. Like, you don't want to feel like you need to carry around, like, your medical documentation. Right. Because right now, you need to have that in order to be classified as trans, which is another topic that I think is technically political. Mm. Yeah, well, we did day. say that we would get political if it had to do with the community, and we felt like we wanted to. True. So if we want to talk about that, that's fine. There's there's basically <laughs> just a lot of um, discussion about the medicalization of trans. Mm-hmm. Like, if it, like it's, I think it's no longer considered a medical illness. But I think it is still... No, it's no longer a mental illness. Yeah. But it is still considered a me- medical illness. So you need medical papers. Like how An Skyler illness needed. or a condition? Illness has a totally different connotation than condi- condition. I don't know. Okay. Um, but it's, it is basically... It is considered... A medical You still thing. have to have papers, so it yeah. doesn't matter. You yeah, need Skyler to get... It doesn't matter, the, Deirdre. <laughs> Skyler needed the uh, papers of, like, about getting his top surgery. So yeah, that to he, get his... Yeah, to yeah, get his to license. Get his license. Yeah. So, the fact that, like, like, personally, I don't think it should be a medical no. issue. Because not everyone wants to have the surgery. Not everyone needs to have the surgery to be trans. Exactly. Like, you shouldn't need to... Yeah. And, like, he had said he went to go change it before, and, like, the lady had given him all this trouble mm-hmm. over it. When, like, it's one little thing. Like, you can get it. He, like, he literally could go back and get it changed again, so I don't understand what the big deal is. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just really stupid to have to have all that and, like, make him go through that. Yeah. The medical treatment of transness, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> is is also, like, a topic within the LGBT community. I know you guys aren't as involved on the internet, <laughs> at least. Not, like, with the trans discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that I see a lot of discussion about. Like, that's where you get into, like, true scum who think, like, you have to experience dysphoria a certain, oh, yeah, yeah. A certain way. Um, Basically, like, more, like, gatekeeping shit. Yeah. I actually read something about this, like, a, like a long post on Tumblr about this person who was, like, really upset about having to um, be in therapy and just basically bullshit their way through pa- therapy to get approved for getting, like, hormones and stuff like that. Like, well, I can't remember, like, what the whole situation was because I read this a really long time ago, but let's say it was a trans woman. Like, they would have to talk about how, like, from a small age, I felt like a woman inside all the time. And they would just keep saying, like, the same things to get the therapist to give. Even though, like, they might not feel like that, but they still need the hormones. Yeah. And, like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. it was just, like, it was fucked up. And, I, and like, especially when you consider the fact that most of the time your your therapist is going to be a cisgender heterosexual yeah. person. Yeah. You're basically saying that a cis person needs to determine that you're trans enough yeah. to deserve hormones. It's so sad. And, like, that's... While I understand dysphoria being something you would consider necessary for trans, like, identifying as trans, because if you don't experience dysphoria, it makes sense for someone to assume that that means you aren't trans because you're comfortable but I think that the problem with that is there's a lot of times people view it as, like, one type of dysphoria. Like, if you 
don't want to get top surgery, that is seen as, oh, well, you don't have dysphoria then. And it's like, well, you know, I might still experience dysphoria, but not because of my breasts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It might just be because my voice or because I just feel more comfortable a different way. And a lot of trans people, well, not a lot. I won't say a lot because I don't know the percentages, but some trans people and some people who aren't trans and just like to voice their opinion on the internet all the time, (laughs) which is everyone, (laughs) True. they would say that that's, you know, that's not enough to categorize yourself as trans. And they, like, then those people tend to not recognize recognize non-binary identities Mm. um, and, like, not even getting into, like, other kin and stuff, which I'll get, but you do you, boo, kind of thing. Like, saying that someone who identifies as something other than a trans man or a trans woman isn't trans enough like that creates a lot of tension within the community in and of itself that isn't necessary like there shouldn't be like criteria for anything there shouldn't be criteria for anything if you feel like identifying as something then do it yeah and i'm definitely someone who advocates for the destruction of gender roles and yeah if we got rid of gender roles maybe you could say that the experience of being trans would, quote, disappear, end quote, but it wouldn't. No. Because your decision to present as what would be, like, you would still change how you looked. You would still change the way you dressed and acted, whether or not that was considered female or male. Like, you would still have to change something to be comfortable. And while I advocate for getting rid of, of, like, the gender binary, only because we shouldn't need to have medical documents mm-hmm. and therapy just to identify as who we identify as. Like, that shouldn't be something that the government <laughs> or the medical, like, companies dictate. Mm-hmm. It should be something that I can just do. do. Yeah. Truth. And if I choose to get hormones, I should be allowed to get hormones. And it should be covered by insurance. Yeah, I think so too. But that's another. That's 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 <laughs> a little more political. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll get into that another day, I think, because okay. that's a whole another discussion. Getting back to our main topic of you know seeing someone who is trans on TV. Mm-hmm. It was yes. a very good episode. Mm-hmm. It was. I enjoyed it. I want them to come to make me over. Yes. I, I told you guys when we get an apartment. They're going to come over and redo all of us. It's going to be, like, a long special. I'm obsessed with them. Also, who's your favorite Fab Five? Um, who's your favorite? Oh, who's that's... your favorite? If you had to pick one to spend the day with. Oh how about God. that? Karamo, he would solve my issues. My okay. self-hate. <laughs> okay. Or Tan. I wanted to you say to pick t- one. I wanted to say Tan, but I don't know if I actually would want Tan. I think I want to hang out with Jonathan. Jonathan? Yeah, I think I do. Because I always have so many beauty questions that I feel like don't get answered over the internet or over, like, a commercial or something because it's all about fucking marketing. Whereas Jonathan would just be like, bitch, don't use this. Your hair is going to (laughs) die. So, like. Mine would be tan because I'm obsessed with him. And I also want, I want fashion. But I also am just, like, I think his personality is adorable. I love how he talks. I love his hair. He is adorable. I love him so much. Well, here's a better question. Okay. If you were one of the five five, which would you be? I think if I was any of them, I would be Karamo. I agree. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. into it. I tend to be the parent friend. Mm-hmm. The advice giver. Yes. And yet you want to spend all day the therapist. with Karamo, too. Listen, we could solve each other. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. We could fix each other. <laughs> um, D, what about you? Um, I think you're Anthony. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a terrible eater, though. I'm a terrible cook, too. It's true. Mm, well, fuck. I'm a terrible... Remember I wanted to put the pasta in with the water before it was boiled? Oh, my God. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm talking disgusted. about that. Disgusted. <laughs> I, so I can't be Anthony. No, know, hold maybe, on. Maybe you would be Bobby. You have great oh, design style. Yes. And I do have a tortured past. You do have a tortured <laughs> past, and you're Raised also... religious adorable i hate to say this because i do love bobby like he's your least favorite he's my least favorite that's a i think i, I just I think he gets like that he, a lot he just like doesn't have a personality I'm i can see that i don't want him to hear i can it. see that <laughs> no i can definitely see that out of all of them i definitely think his personality's and brought back I, more I, like that's what i mean and i don't think it's not because he doesn't have a personality i think it's because he's more reserved personally yeah, especially because like the things that he does let go are always like about like, his past being, like, really hard for him, mm-hmm. and, like, he, like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like he's less open and less, like, No, I definitely can the see show. that. Yeah. Well, that's what makes him more relatable. It's true. To me. To you. Yeah, to me, too. I guess you're right. He's a cutie. He is. They're very good. Yeah. yeah. I think. I follow them all on Insta, and I'm obsessed. Oh, my God. They're so funny. They are. They're just very cute together. All of them. They're very good friends. I also love a sectional, so maybe I am Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> she loves a sectional, guys. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good sectional? Right. Ugh. It's as we sit on a sectional. <laughs> so anyways, uh, that did get a little heavier than I think we were planning, but I mean, that's what happens. That's the lifestyle of being gay. It <laughs> truly is. Like that pride card says about four hour discussions about queer and gender theory. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, for cards against humanity <laughs> definitely it's just inherently part of the gay experience mm-hmm. it is it is i hope we were all so funny i think we were yeah we are but we don't have to be there we go but hopefully you didn't come for the laughs today <laughs> just get wrecked <laughs> uh before we head off to any announcements or anything like that we wanted to give our weekly recommendations well I guess not weekly, bi-weekly, mm-hmm. bi-weekly yeah. recommendations, every episode. Um, I'm going to start. I wanted to recommend, if you haven't seen it yet, like I hadn't, your friends will probably be mad at you, <laughs> like mine were. True. Uh, the not mad, disappointed. Disappointed with me. So I definitely recommend The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo, which you can find on YouTube. It's low budget. But hilarious, so so funny, and I am Freckle. <laughs> I Cole am is one thousand percent Freckle. If Freckle was assigned female at birth, presenting as more masculine as opposed to the Gay opposite. Person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. I'm like the exact opposite of Freckle. While but also the same, but the same, like <laughs> personality wise. Uh huh. But the level of extra and is the same. My favorite part that totally just like I don't I don't even think you've ever said this, but you might have. But I just like immediately when Freckle said it, I was like, oh my god, that's Cole. And it's the end of the first episode where they're doing the shirtless dance party, or maybe that's the second one. I don't remember. But um, and, and Freckle's just like, I'm a huge bitch. <laughs> that's 
I'm a huge bitch. Or does anybody have, have any weed? <laughs> that that's, is me. That's cool. That is me. Does anybody have some goddamn weed? <laughs> that is honestly, you will crack up the whole time, and it'll only be like maybe a little over an hour of your life. It did I don't not even take know. Us that long because every so episode short. is like ten to fifteen minutes, long. and it's so pure. And you're just gonna—it's weird, but in the Benicio best way. Benicio is a beautiful human. You're just gonna think it's weird, but somehow also your life exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, you will relate to it and also find it hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's my recommendation. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, my recommendation is a song again because I'm a music slut. And Not just a music slut. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my but god. But a slutty slut. Um, my slutty slut. A, a okay. slutty slut that sluts sluttily. <laughs> wow! That was funny. We'll cut it out. No, actually, it's fine. You can keep it. I liked it. Was it. A SpongeBob. I liked it. <laughs> Not to be sex negative because we're very sex positive. Oh no, I love that she's my slut. Stop it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully my parents aren't listening. No, I'm just kidding. They are. Oh, God. I just... Oh, God. Your I, mom would hate me even more. Oh, my God. I just wanted to make a SpongeBob reference. Yeah. In all honesty. Um, we're reclaiming the slur, guys. But anyways, <laughs> um, I want to... I want to wreck this song. I just found it. I was making Jess a July mix for her car, because her car only plays CDs. And the song is called 1950 by King Princess. And it's fucking awesome. It's really catchy. I think I've listened to it like 32 times and I just burnt the CD like three days ago. So it's cool. Listen to it. Here's a little sneak peek. I hate it when dudes try to chase me. But I love it when you try to save me because I'm just a lady. I love it when we play 1950. So cold, it just stays about to kill me. I'm surprised when you kiss me. So tell me why my guys look like you. And tell me why it's wrong. So away. watch the video because it's really freaking cute yes the music video is adorable she is like the cutest person it's oh my god she's fudge yeah for sure like one thousand percent that is her definition she's really really cute so i would go check that out i was going to recommend two things because i'm extra um the first is a tv show and if you haven't seen it and you identify as like any sort of gay looking at you cole because you haven't seen it (laughs) um no i'm just messing um it's called winona earp it's currently on netflix season one and two it premieres um it's third season on the sci-fi channel july 20th i want to say whatever friday that is near there um it's sci-fi network which normally means like kind of like shitty acting but it's actually amazing acting yeah it's actually like really good action it's basically the great great whatever great however many great granddaughters um the great granddaughter of um Wyatt Earp who's like old westerny guy um like a lawman and she has a magic gun 
It kills demons. Hot. Um, it's very Winona. Oh, Winona Earp is the main character. She's hot as fuck. Um, her sister is Waverly Earp, and she is in the first season discovering her sexuality. And dumps falls, her boyfriend. Falls in love with a really hot officer, hot Nicole Hot, who has the best red hair ever. And brown everything. Eyes ever. I'm in love with Nicole Hot, but that's a different story. Anyway, seasons one and two are on Netflix. Um, season two gets even gayer because uh-huh. they're in a relationship, and it's just like I would watch the show without the gay. That's how good the show is. It's good acting. It's funny as shit. Honestly, yeah. don't let the sci-fi channel turn you off because I am like a major critic of the sci-fi channel and its qualities. It is. But yeah. it's actually a very good show and it's it not even just because it's gay. It's, it's also like, Canadian. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. So like that honestly well, there's makes why up for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm also going to recommend a video game because we play that here. We're gamers. <laughs> what? Gamers. Gay. Get, get wrecked. Gamers. Anyway. GG. Um, <laughs> no re. <laughs> It's um The Last of Us. It came out in like 2013, I want to say, and I played it once a while ago, and then I just watched Deirdre play it for the first time while also helping her when it got too scary. It is a little scary. Zombie apocalypse, but the main character is this older man who is taking care of this like 14-year-old girl, basically, and they're going on like, let's just say, a journey to get to somewhere without spoiling the game. They're going mm-hmm. on a journey also, and fighting ha- their way across the country. Um, it's not a weird relationship. Not you at said all. older man and a 14-year-old girl. I did, so like, yeah. Let's clear that up. Yeah. <laughs> More like a father-daughter relationship. Yes. Um, Very. He's just trying to keep her safe and get her somewhere. For a reason. I can't tell you. Yeah. But I am wrecking that because a trailer for the second one just came out at E3 a couple weeks ago, and it's gay. And I knew it was going to be gay because of things that happened in the first one. But yeah, it's really gay. And it's going to be good. And I'm hype as fuck for it. Yeah, I'm definitely... I, <laughs> I need to actually play The Last of Us. Yeah, well, Cole's can, been watching every it. once in a while when we would play We it. have to finish playing the uh, DLC part of it. But once we're done that, you can. it's all yours. Sweet. It's so fun. Yeah, um, I basically just like to watch at random parts and impersonate <laughs> Joel. <laughs> And I usually just give all of the zombies different fucking names because no one can just call them zombies in any sort of media. They're Mar- always Maraca Mouth. Yeah, the clickers are Maraca Mouths. <laughs> and uh, I said that if there were any water zombies, which I don't know if there are, don't tell me. I, I want to run into that myself. <laughs> I will piss myself. <laughs> but um, they're definitely called floaters. Floaters. <laughs> That's them there floaters. Them floaters and then the, the wallers. wallers. <laughs> I hope if you like actually have like whatever accent that is impersonating that you don't take that offensively. It's just that's what Joel sounds like. Also, hopefully people that have played this and are listening think that those jokes were funny. Yeah. Because they were. And if, <laughs> and if you are not someone with that accent and you have not played, it will make sense when you play. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So now you have a reason to play. Boom. Perfect. That's marketing. <laughs> Guys, we're part of the capitalist machine. We're cogs. Ew. Fuck off. I'm done. Just let us. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh, Steal, right. it. <laughs> Steal it. Steal it. Steal it. Actually, don't do that. That's illegal. Steal it. <laughs> F those laws, man. Does anybody? That's have too political. Any goddamn weed. <laughs> Does anybody have any god? 
damn weird. <laughs> all right, we need to wrap this yeah. up. Anyways, that's all of our recs. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a good time, and I hope you have a great day. To be gay? To be gay. For the gays. Day to the gay. gay. Get ready for Pride 2! <laughs> oh, yeah. Officially, <laughs> July is Pride 2. Pride Actually, harder. Pride harder. <laughs> because it's 2018 and we waited too long. We should have been having Pride all year long. It's mm-hmm. true. We were stupid. I don't know why we decided to wait till June. <laughs> Haley knew what was up. Haley knew what was up. Rest of the year, Pride. Pride on. I'm going to have a gay Christmas if I die. <laughs> Let's Guys, we're going to have Christmas together so we can have like a rainbow tree. Rainbow Christmas tree. Oh yeah. This is going to be amazing. Follow us on Twitter. Get a sticker. Oh, yeah. We're still doing that because we only got one follower. <laughs> help us survive. Just kidding. We don't make money off this. No. This but is if for we free. did. Help us make help money us. off this so that we don't have to be capitalist trolls. Yeah, really. I work for a financial company. Please help me quit. I'm kidding. I mean, not really, but. I sell horse weed. Does anyone have some, some goddamn, goddamn horse weed? <laughs> All right, I'm going. Okay, <laughs> okay. Wait, I do want to say, how about this? If you follow us and you get a free sticker, I will also draw you a free picture. And my art's not the best. It's beautiful. It. They love me, so they think it's great. But it is definitely better than someone who can't draw. And Dee is taking off her bra as I speak. <laughs> So I just got a great <laughs> glimpse of her nipples. Babe, I'm sorry. Throwing that it was out. an accident. I just really got tired of that underwire. <laughs> fucking misogynistic cage. <laughs> just kidding. I love bras. They're cute. <laughs> okay, can we please? I really need to go home Okay, and we're sleep. done. We're done. Regardless, free art. We'll mail it to you. No shipping for you. Free sticker, free art. Please follow us. Tell your friends. Goodbye. Love you. <laughs>